Hello, good morning, good evening, wherever you are and whatever you are doing. Matthew Grant here, and if this is your first time listening, then I am delighted to have you along. Do stick around, we have another great founder's story today. Now, if you are one of our regular listeners, then you will know that many of our guests and the majority of our audience are joining us from outside of the UK. That's almost 60% of you, and a quarter of all our listeners are listening in from the US. Well, today, Henry Gale and I are talking to Dario Luna, co-founder and executive chairman of Mexico-based Super. And as is so often the case, it's the companies and the founders that are operating in the emerging economies that are providing the most creative solutions to provide cover for the insurance gap. Now, there are lessons and insights for, here for everyone, but something that happened after we recorded this podcast on the 14th of September was a little bit curious. Dario mentions that more earthquake insurance is bought in September in Mexico because there have been more earthquakes in that month than almost any other. Now, of course, we know that earthquakes are not seasonable. They can occur at any time. But then on 19th of September, five days later, a 7.6 magnitude earthquake hit Mexico. That's the third major earthquake in recent years to hit the country on that date. Doesn't make you wonder. Well, finally, a quick plug for us. We are delighted to have Super as one of our corporate members. Here at Instec, we are working with close to 180 companies, helping to reveal the innovation and technology and the analytics that are really making a difference. So whether you are an insurer or a company providing solutions to insurers and wondering what we offer and how we can help, then please do contact me by LinkedIn, Matthew Grant, or any of us, hello at instec.co. Now, over to Dario. Dario, delighted to have you joining us today. You are, are part of a growing trend of my former colleagues who set up companies. Welcome. And I think actually you're also the first person certainly this year we had talking to us from Mexico. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you for having me. Well, just a few words for people that don't know Super. You were founded in 2019. You were the first tech-enabled MGA, I believe. And you launched parametric and earthquake insurance for homeowners and renters back in 2020. You're now actually broadened out into into life insurance and home contents. So the business is growing there. You've raised, I believe, $9 million in, in funding. So uh, we're going to hear both about what it is to be a parametric insurance in, in Mexico, but also a little bit about what it is to build a company. Is there anything I've missed out on that that we should also just know about before we start getting into the discussion? We started the company in 2019 and we launched our first uh, beta version of the parametric earthquake a product for retail distribution, uh, direct to consumers in uh, March 2019, right at the beginning of the pandemic, where people were thinking more about uh, health risks rather than earthquakes. Uh, uh, but yeah, we started in Mexico City in the Central Valley. This is a, an earthquake prone area. Uh, in the last uh, uh, 35 years, there's been uh, 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 you know, a dozen devastating or damaging earthquakes in the area, and people are very aware of it. That's why we we launched it, and since then we've evolved. A, a year later, we we deployed the 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 product uh, nationwide, or at least in in, in seismic prone areas. Uh, but we're also selling uh, digital life insurance and home insurance, and we're hopefully going to launch our health product in the next uh, quarter. It's great to hear. So we're going. Kind of- Come into those in a few minutes, including talking a little bit about why Mexico is such a uh, a center of earthquake risk, both in terms of the 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 frequency, magnitude of the earthquakes, but also the impact on the buildings. But before we go into that, we were talking recently, and I think all of us know that hurricanes are seasonal, 
um, when we spoke to you, we heard that maybe people's perception of earthquakes is that they are seasonal as well. Can you just explain a little bit about what you meant by that when we talked about it before? Apparently, September is a big month for buying earthquake insurance. Absolutely. As I said before, we started in 2019, but we really started getting a sense of the product and, 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 and fit for the product uh, by the summer of, of, of 2021, when our product was nation, nationwide. And we found something really interesting. In September, our demand for the product more than tripled. And we started uh, looking at why, and we started uh, doing all this uh, uh, sort of social media monitoring and all that. And we found that uh, uh, people really believed that September was the month where it, uh, it, the, the ground shakes and shakes badly in, in, in central Mexico. Uh, and you might think, well, that sounds like superstition. There's no science-based related with uh, seasonal patterns or climate or or whatever. But if you if you look at closely in the in the hundred year earthquake catalog uh, of Mexico, uh, uh, in the last in the last thirty five years, there's been seven really really strong earthquakes, uh, seven Richter or above, that happened in September. And uh, two of those happened on the same day, on the 7th of September, roughly the same hours. And another two of those happened on another same day, which is the 19th of September. So uh, uh, yeah, there's no scientific uh, data, but consumers are not scientists. Consumers are not civil engineers. They they base their risk perceptions on, 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 on recent data and what they perceive. Uh, I guess this is a very ancient human feeling, right, or, 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 or notion. In Spanish, we have saying that uh, you shouldn't get married on a Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday in Spanish is Martes, which comes from Mars, the god of war. And I guess in the ancient world, people wouldn't get married when there was a war coming. Uh, and I, I, I believe that in any culture, you can find all these sort of uh, uh, sayings that are a, a folk wisdom around uh, what is risk and what you should do and shouldn't do. Uh, so people base their notion on that. So yes, September is a really, really uh, high demand. Uh, people have a real worry, an immediate worry that something really bad is going to happen and they purchase insurance. Well, I mean, we can smile at that as engineers and I uh, think, you know, statisticians and think that's a bit strange, but who knows, you know, the future might tell us that there was a seasonal variation in September and, and the consumers have got it right. But I think it does lead to a point about what is it that motivates people to buy insurance in the first place? And whether it's because September feels more risky or it's because there's something else they're concerned about. I mean, for the most part, reality is people buy insurance because they have to. But in terms of, you know, as you looked at setting up super, what was it about what you were doing or what you did before that, that you saw a gap in the market where you thought, actually, here's a chance to offer a solution to people who may not be getting that through traditional insurance? Well, I wish that I could tell you that uh, when I when we set up Super, I knew the things that I know now, but that's not true. We set up the company <laughs> without much, uh, w- without the information we have now, and and yes, it struck me in the case of earthquakes that people are are buying insurance because they are playing it safe. They they have this immediate worry and they want to cover up, which doesn't happen in other in other insurance products. We set up Super because after you know I spent uh, many years in my career both in the public sector and the private sector, doing these 
huge parametric insurance policies, either for a government, uh, you know, as a, as a purchaser, as an issuer of cap bonds in Mexico, uh, or, or advising uh, governments or pools of governments like the Caribbean uh, on how to structure parametric and the solvency schemes of parametric. And, and I've seen firsthand what it means to get the money really quickly. Or, or, or the power that the product has to deploy uh, 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 funds to many people very quickly, much, much quicker than, than the traditional insurance. To give you just an example, in, in, in Mexico in the 2017 earthquake, <laughs> earthquakes, there were two earthquakes in 2017 and the 7th and the 19th. There were around 300,000 claims that arose from those two earthquakes. Uh, the insurance industry took about 18 months to settle 60% of those. One of the reasons was there was a scarcity of loss adjusters, professionals in Mexico. And most of them are tied to one or two insurance companies. So there was a lot of demand for loss adjusters that was not met. There were, there were even uh, p uh, professionals coming from other countries to help. Other reasons were blurry property rights around around the, the, the damaged buildings and, 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 and so on. So, uh, Seeing that and seeing the power that Parametric has, uh, yeah, uh, we decided to go all in and say, why don't, don't people like us, people just regular consumers, have access to something like this? And we thought that Mexico, given, as you mentioned, the uh, uh, exposure, the really high exposure to earthquakes, especially in the central part of Mexico, we thought that this would be a tremendously good test case for this idea. Well, I've brought Henry along, who has been tracking 150 companies today using parametric insurance, either as an insurer at MGA or analytics. So, Darius, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, but I'm just going to show off my engineering background and uh, early experience of Mexico earthquake uh, by referencing the fact that Mexico City is built on a lake bed and therefore sort of physically there's a, a, a very soft soil conditions out there, which means that when you get earthquakes, effectively it creates high volumes of amplification for buildings, which is why they're particularly susceptible to earthquakes being in, in an earthquake zone. So I think, you, as you said yourself, you are kind of like sort of uh, the prime spot for, for earthquake and risk and loss. It is because exactly that reason, what, as you described, of where Mexico City lies, that we decided to go for a model loss trigger in where uh, we're not using the Richter magnitude to 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 give the payouts, but uh, we uh, relied on the on an outstanding model by by ERN local uh, modeler uh, that uh, involves uh, attenuation and all those factors that you know very well in order to get an intensity a local intensity measure uh, that we use as a base of our our insurance. A little known fact: I actually signed off on that model about thirty years ago. That is the local model, very well respected globally on the Oasis platform as well and uh, it's an example of you know areas of the world that have got really strong boutique models hi jeremy here a member of the team at instec our next event is your change program delivering value or just change is happening on the 12th of october you can hear from speakers from cognizant rethink atrium and more you can register right now at our website instec.co slash events Henry, over to you to just like dig a little bit deeper into, uh, into what Dario is up to. So Dario, talk me through the claim. So you received this data from ERN after an earthquake, and, and how does the policyholder get paid? 
anytime that there's an earthquake that is prone to damage something there, they issue a report with the intensities for three levels of building. We've simplified the model to have only like uh, three heights homes uh, with a couple of floors, middle-sized thing, uh, buildings from uh, four to seven floors, and then uh, buildings with uh, more than eight floors. So we take that and then uh, that raw data, we map it against our, our client base. And the first thing we do is send them a WhatsApp and say, hey, are you okay? Uh, we know that a few minutes ago, it, uh, the earth shooks, we're, we, we got you and uh, we will be monitoring whether if you're eligible for a claim or not. Uh, we have to wait until the final data on the on the earthquake comes out from public sources, the USGS and the Mexican Seismology uh, Institute. That can take a couple of days. So once we have that, ERN produces the final uh, report and we communicate again via WhatsApp to our clients that they have been allocated a payout if they are eligible. If they haven't done so, they send us their bank details, and uh, we proceed to work with Atlas, which is the, the insurance ca carrier that is uh, helping us with this, to disperse the payments uh, in the days that follow. Our promise is that we will disperse the payments in uh, less than 30 days. We had a payout, uh, and I think it was believed the first of, uh, I believe it was the first of its kind ever, but we had a payout in the Acapulco earthquake uh, last year, and we paid in, I think it was three or four days. It was really quickly. So, Dario, you mentioned you're dealing with homeowners here or renters. What What is the profile of, of the type of customers that would normally take out this super earthquake insurance? We're finding a strong fit for products. Um, super is a multi-product platform. And um, uh, the products we, we, uh, we, we are uh, selling are fully digital and basically fulfill the promise that if A happens to you, you will get B payment or your beneficiaries will get B payment. And the people that are, 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 are um, uh, uh, that we're catering for are, as I said, uh, urban, uh, middle to low income um, uh, households. Uh, half of them may be formally employed, half of them may be self-employed. They're all sort of uh, uh, well-connected, internet, um, uh, uh, phone, etc. Um, they uh, between maybe between 25 and 40 years uh, in, in age, any gender. And uh, they are uh, really underserved. These are the people that we believe are, are not being served either by the traditional insurance um, agent channel. Uh, nor by the uh, micro-insurance uh, efforts of ONGs and governments, but also neither by the massive sort of mass distribution of, of, of small insurance policies that other retailers and other people do, even their employers. So you talked about sort of fitting in between the insurance industry and maybe schemes for, for those on low incomes. I mean, how, how do your products why are they well suited to that type of customer and, and why parametric in that sense? So the premiums, uh, uh, the yearly premiums that uh, are affordable for our clients uh, are, are in a bracket much lower than where agents are willing to make the effort of a personal one-on-one -on -one sale um, uh, because of the commission and, 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 and location and geographical conditions and so on. Something that happens in, in, in Latin America, people are very used to pay for insurance uh, on a monthly on a monthly basis, uh, so even though these uh, they are tied on a budget, they care about their insurance and their exposures. They care about their families. They care about their properties, 
and they're buying our insurance with a tight budget, but uh, as, as you know, as much as they can in terms of to get protection for their main worries, really, which is life, home, and health. And are most of your customers switching on to Super from having bought insurance before, or is this the first time they might be buying cover? Around sixty percent of our uh, customers uh, have never had an insurance policy before. Some of our other customers are switching from other companies, or some are using our products as supplement as supplemental insurance in order to cover uh, either deductibles, coinsurance, or exclusions from from their main policies. And you mentioned earlier, Dario, about a property ownership in Mexico and how there can be some grey areas about that. Can you sort of explain a bit more what that means and why can your insurance products, why are they well suited to that sort of environment? Yeah, this is also very, very interesting. And we saw it with the parametric product um, uh, in terms of, of, of demand. We started seeing, uh, we started getting a lot of questions whether, you know, people worried whether they will have to... Uh, provide a proof of property ownership uh, if in order to get a claim. Uh, and uh, we said, absolutely not, this is parametric and so on. Why do you ask? And, and it is not, it is very, very common in, in Mexico and other parts of Latin America that a, like a, a, a family property as, as, you know, as time evolves and, and the children grow, there's more than one uh, home built in the same property. And then somebody may decide to open up a, a shop, a mom and pop shop in the front of the lot. So that becomes really regular in terms of what is it? Is it a commercial policy? It is hard to underwrite from the traditional point of view. And that's where parametric is very, very powerful. We only ask two questions to underwrite the policy. Hey, uh, where is your domicile? Where's the address? And B, uh, uh, what is the height in terms of floors of, of the building? With those two things, we can we can provide a price. Obviously, we don't provide a price if uh, the earthquake risk is not relevant, and we don't want to sell something that people will not be using. So, Dario, you know, you're an MGA, and this whole topic of parametrics. Sometimes people can get a little bit too focused on the solution and the technology, and that's clearly important. But the two other critical factors of running an MGA are First of all, you need to be able to have effective distribution to go and find your clients. And then on the other side of it, you need to have people providing capacity to give you the coverage when you've got your clients. So we've talked about the, the piece in the middle, which is the analytics. If we kind of think, first of all, about how do people discover super, how, how are you going out to market to your clients? We want to build a powerful platform for, for many products uh, direct to consumer. The main distribution channel uh, uh, so far has been digital marketing, the traditional channels that, that are out there. And when we started selling Parametric, we had you know huge, huge interest on the, in, in the product. And we found that consumers, you know, they don't really question whether this is a parametric or not uh, offer that you're, you're giving. Uh, we are seeing a, a lot of interest as well in our life product, our digital life product. We have a product that uh, after five years uh, returns to premium. Uh, and so uh, uh, this channel has been really important for us to get us to get the name out there. But it's very seasonal. It, is, um, uh, it requires a lot of uh, ammunition to stay on top. Uh, and not all the products are suitable to be distributed uh, direct consumer digitally. 
so what well, we continue to build our offer and to build our brand, we've also, we're also putting out what we call Super Studio, which is our API uh, platform for every individual, uh, we're all in personal lines, for any, a, a, every individual insurance that we sell, there will be a, a, an API that can help uh, partners embed our products in their digital offers. They might be neobanks, they might be traditional banks, we're speaking to both. There might be e-commerce platforms, there might be uh, prop tech uh, uh, startups. Uh, all these uh, uh, companies have a great fit with insurance and they are trying to complement their offer with a, with a very effective and, and, and affordable insurance policy like the ones that we have. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're using the brand and the distribution of third parties. And I think in Mexico, the banks are probably more critical in terms of how insurance is sold than they are in the UK. I mean, the, I know in parts of Europe, Spain, bank insurance is still a very major way of distributing products. So uh, no, it makes a lot of sense of that sort of different approach. And then what about that point about capacity? Are you finding it's a relatively straightforward story when you go out and look for people that are going to provide you the coverage? Yeah, we've been very fortunate to, to have uh, a, a strong partners in this, in, in, in the parametric earthquake and in the uh, future hurricane parametric that we will be hopefully launching uh, in, in the following uh, months. Uh, Munich Re has, has been uh, backing us and, and, and obviously they have, been, they have a, a large appetite to discover and explore what it means to sell parametric on a retail basis, direct to consumer, and so on. Um, uh, for other for other products um, like the home one, and especially uh, some uh, 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 components of it that are uh, harder to underwrite, like our theft component, that I'll tell you about it in a minute. Swiss Re is backing is, is backing us. We're fortunate to work with two local, uh, you know, really sound insurance uh, companies, uh, General de Seguros and Seguros Atlas, and they delegate authority for us to do a bunch of things that uh, a traditional broker couldn't do. And we do it in our platform with our technology. And that makes it very, very helpful to, to, to provide our users with the experience that they need. And you just mentioned crime there, Dario. You're doing a, a home contents insurance product now, aren't you? Can you tell us a bit about that? Absolutely. This is we're very excited about this product. This is a, a, the first sort of uh, a build your own uh, offer. If uh, proper, the property market is so complex and there are so many things going on there uh, that it doesn't matter if you're uh, renting a property and you only want to uh, protect uh, your things against. Uh, one particular type of risk, you can do that. It can be either, you know, a fire or an earthquake, uh, and we can blend parametric insurance there as a hybrid uh, product. Or it can be theft. It can be that uh, you're someone who, you know, takes your your bike, your laptop, and your phone to work every day. Uh, those are things that you can protect under our policy, and uh, and and that is also a, a very useful cover to have in Mexico. Uh, but also for owners, you can if you only want to protect the building because you don't live there, you can do that. And this is fully digital. It is backed by Atlas, and um, uh, uh, we just launched it uh, uh, this week. So we, we're still uh, 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 learning from it, uh, but we're very excited for this launch. 
and to be clear on that, so a lot of that policy is is traditional indemnity based insurance, but it's sort of customizable in a digital way. And but you've got some parametric elements in there too. Absolutely, and and we decided to do that because uh, even though a, a parametric, we realize that parametric is protecting a, a very particular worry from our clients. Some of our clients said, "Well, uh, what else do you have? Can I also buy insurance for the rest of the things or the rest of the time?" And uh, we decided to bring this offer because we saw real demand for it. Great. And we've talked a lot in this podcast about the, the specific market that you're operating in Mexico and some of the challenges that are faced there. But, but are those insurance challenges unique to Mexico? Are there other countries that are going through the same thing and, and need companies like Super to, to start up? I can talk about my region, mostly Latin America, where uh, 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 you know, I've been working as an insurance professional for years, um, and uh, uh, many of the challenges that this particular segment of the population is facing in Mexico are similar in other places in in you know uh, Central America and the northern part of of, of South America, even Chile. Uh, earthquakes, hurricanes, uh, you know, these things are are happening. These things are destabilizing uh, household finances. And, and destroying value. Uh, people are, are tight on a budget. They are fighting every month uh, to, to make ends meet and, and they need insurance and they're buying insurance. So they, they want to buy it with their bank card or their new bank card on a monthly, uh, uh, on a monthly plan. Uh, and so uh, I think uh, there, there will be obviously a uh, cultural adjustments and, and risk preferences that might be uh, you know a little bit different from one place to another. But the fundamental offer that you know if you have a digital platform that offers insurance that are simple to understand, if A happens, you get B payment. Uh, I think that can bring a lot of people into insurance that weren't just not purchasing. Dari, we've really been delighted to have you as a member of Instack. It'd be great to hear just you know what motivated you to join us early stage company you know, every every dollar you spend is is critical but anything you can add to why you joined would be great to know from the first time we saw the publications and the and the value offer of instec we were very attracted to it because uh, even though uh, uh, at super were three co-founders we've all been you know around for a while uh, uh, the uh, uh, the fact that there's a, a a platform, a publication, a network that can uh, provide technical insights, that can uh, sort of ex- where there's a lot of ideas being exchanged, it's a lot of companies providing information and interesting discussions. It's sort of unique to us. There's nothing like it uh, in our region of the world, and uh, uh, now that ins- I mean insurance and insurance are global. It just makes sense to to be part of a, a community that is uh, knowledgeable and, and 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 dynamic in terms of of spotting the the biggest trends in innovation and insurance. Great, and we do have a very active uh, and I should say dedicated set of listeners who persevere with us talking English in uh, in Latin America. So we very much welcome those. And then one more thing: as we've been talking, I've just been reflecting on the seasonality events. And I was thinking back, you know, you and I came across each other originally at RMS and the team there that were monitoring events felt that hurricanes always made landfall at the weekend because they were always working on looking at losses of hurricanes over the weekend. So I don't know if that's statistically true, but 
don't get married on Tuesday. Look out for earthquakes in September and uh, don't get too close to the coast in hurricane season at the weekend is probably the takeaway for those that want to uh, believe in uh, some of these variations. But as I said, who knows, might, might, might be proved as we go. And if you do, you can buy a parametric policy from Super. <laughs> exactly. Actually, in, in the serious element of that is people buy insurance when they're worried about the risks. So you know, it doesn't matter whether earthquakes happen in September or not. The reality is people don't really buy earthquake insurance unless they're forced to by regulators or they worry about it. So if that helps with peace of mind, then, yeah, that supports your business and, and you, your product has proven to be uh, successful. So, well, that, that was tremendous. Thank you very much for that. I was, as always, learned an awful lot and uh, congratulations on the success. And maybe we'll see you uh, somewhere in the world at some point face-to-face in the not-too-distant future. I'll be delighted. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Karen, for having me here. Well, you can find out more about Super at super.mx and what we're doing with them from the members page at www.instec.co. And if you are in London or coming over in the next few months, then keep a lookout for our monthly evening events, 12th of October, 1st of November and the 25th of November. Details on the website. Now, please do keep telling us what you think about the podcast. And for that and anything else, Matthew Grant on LinkedIn or any of us, hello at instec.co. That's it. We're done.